0: From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's
1: BlueNile.com. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice,
0: The ball hitting the goal post. So I would like to get that first reaction to Mizzou blowing a 17 point lead, losing in overtime and destroying the hopes and aspirations of an unbeaten season. I can get you, let's get him out of the way first because this was Steve Spurrier's reaction to, uh, to the, the ball hitting the, the goal post as caught on film in so many words. It hit it. Hit the post. He missed it.
1: All right, catfish tonight. That's a members bounce. <laughs> that there, that there, you know, that's legal in Augusta.
0: That's
2: well, fine. They, they, you know, they uh, they brought in this kicker. They said he could kick field goal. I I, I guess that's why y'all you better go for get better to go for touchdown instead of field goal. Go hit the flag, you know. I've seen uh, Georgia. They kicked them a fifty-five yard field goal last time. They, they Show like- you, you what good field goals are.
0: They, uh, they like kicking those field goals, George. They do. They're good at it. Yeah, that's, that's a good point for them. It's more than they usually score. So that's uh, that, that Spurrier's reaction, which I will tell you that my reaction, by the way, was literally to exclaim, oh, my God, and almost wake up, kids. I almost woke up the children twice on Saturday night. That was one of them because you sort of saw it coming, but you didn't think it had the extra gravy of hitting – and making that specific noise, the magical noise that you hear when it hits the upright.
2: Now, the, the upright sound, as bad as it was on TV, which is kind of a bonk on TV, there's the, uh, the video somebody took from right on the sideline, right next to the goalpost, where it, it comes across like, I mean, it sounds like a guitar string breaking. It's like this biong <laughs> noise that, uh, sort of makes you sick even without the context. So, <laughs> I can't even imagine sitting in the front row for that and having to hear that sound. I mean, even even if you weren't rooting for a team, it would you'd still be angry.
0: What was the uh, what was Gary Pinkle's reaction? Mm.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, just sort of a just sort of a yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, you
0: know, sometimes you sometimes a ball can hit the metal thing and it's not good.
1: The sun's gonna die one day. <laughs>
0: Gary, Gary Pinkle's House of Existential Nihilism. <laughs> That's
1: it.
0: That's what makes his players so good, and like we're going to play so well and so intensely.
2: If none only we played this game two million
0: years later, continental drift
2: would have fixed that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we all know none of this is real, right?
0: Some someday Missouri will be beachfront property when the plate finally splits us in two and the Mississippi runs backwards.
1: And then I'll be,
0: I'll be so happy.
1: Our world is but the fevered dream of a bored demigod. (laughs) And I look forward to playing Tennessee next week.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Do you actually think that, like, Pinkle could get those words out of his mouth before (laughs) losing uh, interest and or enthusiasm?
1: (laughs) Oh, look, a dead butterfly.
0: Because anyone who roomed with Nick Saban, I don't know what it is with the two of them, but both of them have removed any uh, extraneous information from their lives. To the point where, you know, they're really kind of socially
1: handicapped. Maybe they were witnesses or parties to some sort of terrible crime and they've sort of had to kill part of their emotions. (laughs) Like there's all this suppressed this all this suppressed emotion because I don't know. They like ran over a homeless man
0: or like or they saw someone shot on their campus by National Guardsmen.
2: Yeah, perhaps that happened. At, Maybe at that really,
0: actually, like we're talking, we're like wow. making this joke, and you're like, ha, 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 no, I have a real one that's way worse. Oh yeah, that's
1: true. <laughs> but I don't, I don't, to my knowledge, Nick Saban had nothing to do with that.
0: Well, you know, you're saying that.
2: I don't think things happen anywhere near Nick Saban. That you know, I don't want to say he was he was responsible for that, but you know, the man has a way of controlling external uh events.
1: I, I think it's unclear at best.
2: That's that's the way most historians think of Nick Saban's role <laughs> in uh, the entire Vietnam War.
0: Just, substitute, just take ancient aliens and substitute the word Saban for aliens. And that's really Alabama's elementary history books at this point.
1: We don't really know where Nick Saban was when Cambodia was bombed.
0: <laughs> we don't really know where Nick Saban came from. Some
2: people think... The Big Bang caused Nick Saban, but we know God made Nick Saban, and it took him all seven days.
0: Alabama was created as a joint effort between Nick Saban and God over 600 years ago. Where did God come from, Nick Saban?
1: Golden Flake.
0: Which is more believable, a process or a Big Bang? Process got steps. Big Bang just happens. That's fair. That's five-star recruit. That's all I'm saying. Hey, you know what? Uh Sumeria didn't lose to Utah in uh you know year two. That's all I'm saying. And look what happened to them now. It's oh, all part actually, of the process.
1: That actually did happen. Dang. Yeah. The youths. Yeah. It was Stanford. a really good tangerine bowl.
0: Stanford. <laughs> U- Stanford, Alabama, and Sumeria all <laughs> upset by Utah.
1: Best <laughs> Age of Empires ever.
0: <laughs> Kyle Whittingham <laughs> has nukes. <laughs> what a terrifying thought. <laughs> Provo would be gone. <laughs> he wouldn't Bob Mormons. He'd tell them to get out first, and then he'd level the place. Lavelle Edwards wouldn't leave. He wouldn't. There's nukes coming. Let him. Don't care.
2: I think there's the risk of Utah fans storming Provo, either before or immediately after. <laughs> I don't know how you'd keep them out, frankly.
0: All our Jellos there. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I haven't really. Is Provo known for Jello? It, you, you, Mormons love Jello. Do they? A, no, it's a thing. They, they absolutely. They hoagie yogi, a little bit of Jello, and your uh, discount fruit beverages purchased at large stores. Not not necessarily Kool Aid, but the off-brand stuff.
1: You mean like the big gallon of red of red drink?
0: Yes, sir. Purple, okay. purple, purple stuff. <laughs> Pur- purple stuff. Can't drink. Hey, listen, you can't drink. Even Mormons can't drink milk all day. They just can't.
1: It does clog the body systems.
0: it does. Like you think Bronco Mendenhall is putting down, you know, like his think he's doing go mad. He might be actually. You now that I've said it. Like yeah. if, some, if somebody said, if somebody just told me, you know, that Bronco Mendenhall only lives on buffalo milk, just like buckets and buckets of it a day, I would believe you.
1: The
2: the the, the buttermilk challenge—it should be called the Bronco challenge. <laughs>
0: he lives on mare's milk. He's like a Mongol. Just chunks of fermented mare's milk. I would is totally that, believe that.
1: Is that past right? This isn't the Pac-12. <laughs>
0: <laughs> He's out there chewing on milk. <laughs> it's just, it's like man, these guys are all forty-two years old and in the best shape of their lives. How many well,
1: do you have, Bronco Mendenhall? Enough.
0: <laughs> Five last <to> count it. <laughs> oh man, that's uh. But that's. I think that wraps up last week in case That's there was anything else. <laughs> else. That was everything you need last to week. know. I mean, really, like, you Russo know. Mendenhall's body is all bone. Um, it hurt to watch Mizzou lose. Um, I would also like to note one other thing from last week, because I know you got you got a few things. Uh, Minnesota looked awesome, and Rashidi Hegman is is just the shit. He's fantastic to watch. That's it. That was that was my, like, one great discovery, is I really hadn't watched Rashidi Hegman Hegman play this year and then I tune in against Nebraska and he's throwing around uh, Taylor Martinez like uh, so much bad laundry it was magnificent did
1: did you happen to watch the the answer to this is no uh, the Northwestern Iowa game I watched the
0: very end of it
1: It I, I, I really appreciated the way the Big Ten Network guys went all in on this like selling you that this was a good game they were like, I wish, I wish this never ended. <laughs> this, is, this is
0: just, I mean, you know, you can go to any conference, but you'll never see this kind of action anywhere else. This is else. bringing me great pleasure.
1: It's like this game went to overtime, and neither team threw for 170 yards.
0: <laughs> I would love to be an announcer for them, because I would say everything in that kind of obliquely insane way, like, this is a connoisseurs game. Right, just the kind of way that you would say this is a connoisseur's game. Like as you were like, I don't know, burning a television in your front yard. You know, this is this is strictly for the big fan. This or, is strictly for the real football fans. It here.
1: all it all sounds like an ad from the nineteen fifties, where they're like canned food is better than homemade.
2: <laughs> cigarettes, it, it's the natural way to wake yourself <laughs> up in the morning.
0: Yeah, they 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 really really sold that game, and if like. I can't help but do this now whenever Iowa wins because, by the way, I, I did call for Iowa to win eight games this year. In all seriousness, and and yeah, I did. And and I would also remind everybody that where does Iowa currently stand on the way to the Ocho? Five and three, five and three, with three to go. Hawkeyes, you have to win. Okay, they have to win three out of the next. Ready, ready. They have to win uh, three out of the next four. Those four are Wisconsin.
1: No, no, not going to happen.
0: Well, if they do, it'll be heinous. There'll be a crime against football. Um, At Purdue. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um,
1: Intriguing. Michigan at Iowa. Oh, they're going to beat Michigan.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, Give me Iowa, please. (laughs) 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 Or or if they do lose, it'll be a comedy worth watching. Uh, And then the last one, and one that I think could probably get someone fired. At Nebraska. Oh man! Oh wow!
1: That's the yeah. day after Thanksgiving too. Because you know what? The,
0: you know what Bo Pelini might have to wake up the next day and say, "I lost to Kirk Ferentz." Yeah. Oh. And then they'll win eight games, and they'll go to a bowl game that pays obscenely well, and Kirk Ferentz will make like a jillion dollars next year because ten-year extension. Ten. Ten-year.
1: Ten year, ten year, do it again. Ferentz for life. And then both one then Bo Pelini becomes a very highly regarded coordinator at Florida Atlantic. No,
0: Bo Pelini becomes our offensive coordinator. Yeah, I was going to say Florida Atlantic. I mean, no, just plain Florida.
1: I was no, really yeah. hoping we could go the whole podcast without talking about Florida, but thanks. Oh, no.
0: We, we got to do that. Also, by the way, Texas Tech, way fun to watch. We're just so awesomely aggressive and did not care at all about calling two onsides in a row and being, and being so irksome to – Bob Stoops and OU Football that they tweeted out, you know, winning looks better, the picture of Stoops and Cliff Kingsbury's pretty face. So good to know that Cliff Kingsbury's already reducing OU Football to a level of previously unheard of bitchcraft, and that says something considering (laughs) that Bob Stoops is their head coach.
2: Also trying multiple uh, onside kicks in a row was Vanderbilt. While well, down forty something points of Texas to Texas A and M, but it's still in the been the most
1: F- most onside
2: kicking week in the country.
1: They're still in the hunt for the SEC East friend.
0: Could still They're, happen. Are are they in second place or so? <laughs> you never know. You know. Standings are a lie. Is anyone really in first place in the SEC East? No. Ever? no. I think we're all tied for a second, and then there's Kentucky. But- now, it might be
2: best if the SEC West representative just plays either Georgia State or the Falcons, just so nobody has to make the drive down.
1: I think that's fair.
2: Yeah? You know,
0: well, it's not fair because we're going to have to watch the Falcons. Yeah, so I <laughs> wouldn't wish that on anybody. The,
1: it's going to be a bummer when the Falcons lose by five. Tossing, turning.
0: Do you have problems sleeping at night? Your most precious resource being drained by an unknown foe. Sleep disorder. Mike Smith football. Mike Smith football. <laughs> For all you need. Narcoleptic? You might be Mike Smith. Hey, you, you, you you fancy, fancy Steve Spurrier West
2: Coast types. We threw the ball 61 times last week to no effect at all.
0: Uh, yeah. Was it like Oregon State against Stanford? Yeah, like, yeah. It was, it
2: was, uh, it, it kind of looked like batting practice. Just balls sailing out in the middle of nowhere and, Nothing much happening.
0: Three-yard gain. Two-yard gain. I would uh ask that we advance to this, which is what I wanted to talk about tonight, which is how we can screw this entire season up. I would like to do this because right now we have far too many undefeated teams and absolutely no way of breaking uh the ties unless we start really bending the laws of Football, physics, history, and common sense altogether. So in doing so, I would like to look at the remaining undefeateds and let's find a way to, to completely ruin their hopes and dreams because we can't have an orderly procession to an Alabama national title. It cannot happen again. It's becoming far too routine to the point where it's even boring Alabama fans who cannot stay in the stadium for an entire game.
2: The people just hate football.
0: They just they, they just well, they hate. You know what? It's, I'll put it this way. uh, You can't get you can't even at this point keep Alabamians in the stadium for a ritual killing. And if there's one stadium where I thought a mass killing of 22 people, you know, would be popular, it would be Alabama. And yet you can't keep them in the stadium even for that. That's how tired they are of this particular brand of murder. Glorious that, and successful as it is.
1: That said, you know what? There were a lot of last week in the state of Alabama. Bitchy sorority letters going out. <laughs> you Girls, got our, you got our block safe remote. <laughs> you represent these letters. These letters of a language we don't speak anymore. These, these twisty, it,
2: twisty curly letters.
1: Jesus used these letters.
0: <laughs> I think he did. He texted them with his holy thumbs and his flip phone because it was, it was a long time ago. That, and, uh, that, no, I like the fact too, by the way, that those letters are probably being sent by the same people who segregated the sororities there, right? Like the ones who put the, who put the kibosh on accepting, like, black members into the sororities there. That's probably it. We're so mad about Block Seaton. Don't mention that other thing.
1: Thanks, Obama.
0: <laughs> Thanks, Obama. <laughs> uh, so let's, let's take these teams, uh, before we get too digressive, uh, let's take these teams and go. I, I have a way to keep Alabama out, and this is how you do it. It's all on Les Miles, with a very important cameo by Auburn, because right now LSU has two losses. Those two losses are to Old Miss, howdy tody y'all, and to uh, Georgia, who was literally a different team, like by position, like people who were on that team that beat LSU have actually are living in iron lungs now because they've lost that many people to injury, almost as many as Florida. So probably more than Florida, probably more than Florida (laughs) at this point. They're probably just signing all the Thad, Chads, and Brads, putting them all, putting them all at positions they shouldn't even be at. You're like, my goodness, they have an Inuit kicker. His name is Chad. (laughs) His name is Beau Shane. Wow, it's <laughs> not even the right school. He should be he at LSU. Manages a boat dock on the Chattahoochee. <laughs> <laughs> Works at canoe part-time bussing <laughs> tables. It's weird. Uh so at this point LSU has two losses. But they do play A&M. And they will also play uh they will also play Alabama. And at this point they can beat both of them. It's not implausible that they would win both of those games. LSU beat A&M last year, and LSU's been very close. They've straight up beaten Alabama in past years, and last year was very, very close until LSU forgot about the most basic pressure play, or Alabama forgot about the most or LSU's defense. You know, the screenplay, Yeldon, that happened. So it's not implausible that they could win both of those games. It's also not implausible to think this, that after that, And after an LSU defeat of Alabama, that one team with outstanding line play, a really tricky run game, and outstanding coaching could beat them in a rivalry upset at the end of the year. That's where Auburn comes in. If Auburn somehow manages to steal an Iron Bowl, which under Gus Malzahn's direction, they've done before. I know Nick Marshall's not Cam Newton. (laughs) That's hard to
1: say. Like,
0: are you, are you, you're, you're being a little generous there. I'm, I'm being yeah. a little generous. But if they can steal an iron bowl away from Alabama, and I do believe it could happen. It's, a po- it's possible. not I mean, In theory. Then if that happens, LSU will be the West representative to the SEC championship game, where they will face, most likely, Missouri. Now, if they face Missouri, this is where the real Les Miles Magic comes in. LSU takes all of that and just blows it. That would be the most less Miles thing ever to pull this off, to be in position, to pull off another like shot, being like the two-loss national title contender from the SEC, and to just rack up a third loss in an insane, poorly executed uh, crap heap of a game in Atlanta. So that is my, my demolition plan for how we get Alabama with two losses. Get every contender out of the SEC, save for Mizzou, who uh, will have one loss and will lose out to two undefeated teams in Oregon, uh, a, a Baylor, a uh, a in Ohio State. So that's that's my doomsday, Les Miles destroys the world scenario. Now,
2: what I want to see is uh, Les Miles' game plan for that SEC title game against Mizzou, because from what we know. In that kind of game, Les can think really, really hard and come up with something really weird, Started running the option against Bama in the title game two years ago. So I think maybe they come up with some sort of anti-screen offense, like negative screens, like whatever the opposite of a screen is, because goodness knows that works against Mizzou. So they, uh, I don't know what the opposite of a screen is, but that's what they do for the entire SEC title game. I think, be- that's,
1: I think that's where you throw a screen pass, but instead of blocking, your wide receiver's tackle.
2: Okay. Or maybe it's instead of throwing it, uh, throwing it sideways, you just throw it straight up. Mm, like okay. not even an arm punt, just like,
1: like 500
2: directly up. Right. And then Zach Mettenberger catches it and tries to run. Mm,
0: nope. Nope. I, I, I think this is when Les decides to honor Beauchamp Beckler's deepest desire.
1: Uh,
0: and that's just turn it into rugby. Just put, just start it off, snap it as far off the hash as you can and see if you can do, uh, rugby laterals all the way down the field
1: fun. I like it.
0: Yeah. And then Gary Pinkle's like, I don't even know if that's legal. I'm just a I'm $647 worth of minerals and resources just sitting here decaying second by second to an <laughs> inevitable death followed by the heat death of the universe.
2: I, like the stadium, will be torn down in just a few years.
1: <laughs> and replaced what? with a newer me that costs $2 million. It has a hole in its head
0: so alone I'm gonna go to Carabas. So that's my that's my doomsday scenario. Uh Jason, you, you have you have Oregon scenario on how the entire season can be ruined, correct?
2: Yeah, I do. Uh sort of against my will, I'll I'll be quite honest, because I mean
0: the ducks have this laced up. This y'all. gun this gun's loaded, Kirk.
2: Or Oregon Oregon is uh is you can book book the flight Everything is, is set up. They got Stanford that Thursday-nighter, but Stanford's front seven is all banged up. Last year it was Oregon that was dealing with the injuries on the defense, and Stanford, you know, snuck away with a late, close win. This year, Stanford's hurt, so that you can count that one as an Oregon debut right now. And then they got Utah, and, I mean, if you can beat Stanford, then you can beat Utah. Well, Utah might be better than Stanford based on that one weird game that nobody will ever figure out. And then there's uh, one game we're skipping for now. And then there's Oregon State, which you know, yeah, they they put up a lot of points and they and they do that thing where we have to say they have a a prolific quarterback, which means they have to throw the ball every every damn snap, because you know that's that's what they do and they put up a lot of numbers. But Oregon's gonna run wild on Oregon State. Then there's the Pac-12 title game, which probably Arizona State. Todd Graham might have family in Eugene who can pull in some favors, but I mean I don't think anybody seriously thinks of Arizona State as a threat to Oregon. That leaves on November 23rd a trip to Arizona, where Rich Rodriguez is the guy who always has things up his sleeve. Um, we know he spent the off season acting in westerns. Maybe that could be helpful. It's a it's an offense just like Oregon's that's tricky that could put up 60 points with no warning. So go ahead and pencil in that trip to Arizona as the thing that could uh that could tip over Oregon
0: mostly justified by the phrase that could get weird
2: yeah yeah we, we when we talked about this in our uh <clears throat> our pre-production meeting y'all we have those that was uh that was pretty much the whole deciding factor for settling on the trip to Arizona was you know hey things get weird in the desert everyone's got their cocapella fraternity for fertility doll statues and and uh, they, they all ride around in, in jeeps in the mountains and, and smoke a lot of stuff and there's a there's a haunted city on a hill that's sliding down at the rate of like an inch per year you know all kinds of crazy stuff there's tarantulas everywhere arizona is the craziest place in the world so don't go there and try to win a football game with a lot of money on the line that's,
1: uh, al- that's also the game that if arizona won We'd look back in fifteen years and be like, "Why is Why is Rich Rodriguez still the coach at Arizona?" And be like, "Oh right, because he beat Oregon in 2013. He's been coasting on that ever since."
0: They will make him a throne of skulls if he wins this game.
1: Tasteful animal skulls, but skulls no, no, nonetheless. No, no,
0: no. I mean, this isn't this isn't UTEP. <laughs> oh, <I'm> sorry. <laughs> UTEP,
1: it'd be, be, be
0: those be human skulls.
1: I think that's actually the Insight Bowl trophy.
0: <laughs> that's how that's how, they, that's how they got Mike Price. Remember Mike Price is sitting on all that SI money, right? Huge settlement. They're like, you come to UTEP, And he's like, "You need to build me a build me a throne of human skulls." <laughs> You'll never do Oh my god. You well, I, think, I think
2: I think I think he said, "You know, I'm already rich." And then he said, "We will make you a god." He's like well
0: the throne of skulls. He's like, well, you got me on that. Does that come with tacos? <laughs> Every day.
1: Then it turns out being a God in El Paso, El Paso only gets you free parking.
0: It's it's, it's really kind of a it's a, not even a minor deity kind of godness. Uh, you Ryan have been assigned uh, I believe
1: Florida state. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I have become the ACC representative of this group, which is fun. Um, so Florida State is not going to lose to Miami this Saturday. No. Uh, I feel very comfortable saying that. Um, they're not going to lose to Wake Forest because Grove just doesn't have it in him. It feels a
2: little too obvious this time. Yeah.
1: Uh, they're not going to lose to Syracuse because Syracuse is terrible. And they aren't going to lose to Idaho, but there could be opportunity for shenanigans when they host Idaho. Uh, it's the week before they play Florida. Paul Petrino is slowly losing his mind. So I don't know. You both suggested before we started this that Paul Petrino might do something violent. He might do – I don't think it will be violent. It will be weird. Like he might come out dressed in a tuxedo covered in blood. Maybe. There's not a rule that says he can't do that, right? Can I say how far
0: it's gone with him? It would be more terrifying to me if it wasn't covered in blood.
1: (laughs) OK,
0: a really then, like a really super yeah, because, sharp, clean tux.
1: And then when they asked him at halftime, uh, what's with the blood on the tux? He would just say, oh, don't worry, it's not mine. <laughs> that would be all he would say. Um, so there, that leaves us with two possibilities. The sort of obvious and trolly answer is Florida State goes into Florida on November 30th. In a game where Florida is let's say Florida's already bowl eligible by that point, which is probably a stretch. Ooh. I'm feeling generous and stupid. Um and Florida just finally all of Florida's shitty luck and shitty play and shitty everything this season. The coin flips, this is a game Florida wins. Uh let's say fifteen to twelve. Does that sound dumb?
0: No, mm, no, no. That, sounds, that the sounds right. That's the right panic. That's okay. the right, that's the right kind of dumb.
1: Okay, uh, 15-12, and it, and nobody really understands why or how it happened. That's one possibility. The more exciting possibility, of course, is the ACC Championship game. Right now you've got Miami, uh, leading the coastal, Virginia Tech right behind them. Let's go down a couple slots. Bowl eligible Duke Blue Devils sitting <laughs> two conference losses. They can get right back in there. Uh, I believe Duke still has to play both. Uh, let me double check. Yeah, they have not played Miami, and they just beat Virginia Tech. So I'm just saying it's a Cutcliffe party coming up.
0: I would yeah. believe I would believe that box score only if at the bottom under injuries it just said Winston, comma J, parentheses abducted by huge raptors and <laughs> parentheses. Like, that's the only way I would believe it.
1: Duke could win this game without even crossing midfield. It wouldn't make sense.
0: One pick six. Yep. Uh, and one. then one kickoff return.
2: Sure. Uh, now, and they- what I'm most interested in is the immediate FFU fan conspiracy theories and the calls to leave for the Big 12 because they don't have a title game
0: against opponents like Duke. <laughs>
1: Yeah, sure. I mean, if you want to play West Virginia every year, that's fine.
0: Which would be hilarious because they could add them and then would have to add another team to go to 12 and then would add... Duke. Uh, Kanye <laughs> Duke. <laughs> you know, we're getting a little big for the... That would be the, the greatest insult to the ACC ever. Duke's like, yeah, getting a little big. You know, I'm still too good at football for this conference.
2: That's in our 18,000-seat stadium that looks like a crater. We're heading yes. to the Big 12.
1: This has been a particularly irreligious episode. Uh, I will say, though, that if there is an antichrist, it will be conceived at a Kansas-Florida State game. <laughs> <laughs> just,
0: it'll Florida just State be, at <laughs> spontaneously appear from the 35-yard line. Yeah. A little boiling, por- boiling pot of tar. Just e- surfaces. E-
1: eating a lean pocket.
0: Charlie Weiss is just looking at it going,
1: oh, you did that all by yourself, huh? <laughs> Selfish motherfucker. I'll make more than you.
0: I'll make more than you forever. Everybody's <laughs> like, yes, actually you will. You're superpower, Charlie.
1: <laughs> Even in no, hell, Charlie Weiss gets paid three million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: want a bumper sticker that says that. We could sell at least <laughs> We could sell at least seven of them for that. Uh I think the the other two that we have would be this. We have uh, we have Ohio State, who I will tell you, uh, they, they're, they're, they're speeding up. They're accelerating, if you haven't seen them, by the way. Since that Northwestern game, little tough match against Iowa, rolling downhill and over poor Penn State. But they, they do have face Purdue, who uh, for some reason, uh, <laughs> despite being just wretched, Remember Danny Hope? I think actually did say "get used to it," right when Purdue beat Ohio State and was competitive. Danny Hope had the <laughs> balls to say "get used to it," which is <laughs> we we rag on Charlie Weiss for saying strategic advantage. Danny Hope thought he could win things at Purdue once. <laughs> That's amazing. Then, but uh, they face Illinois, which uh, I think that should be a really good game. <laughs> yeah, that'll that'll be a pretty good game.
1: Stop it! You're hurting me. You're gonna that'll, get kicked out. It'll be really competitive. Do you think it's possible Nate Shieldhouse's father intentionally got himself thrown out of that Illinois game so he doesn't have to go to anymore? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, I would love to be there for you, but.
0: I'm it is a violation to, of the law. Escort it out. I'm a threat <laughs> to myself and others. If we were saying that you would actually intervene to get the law to prevent you from attending, having to attend football games, <laughs> is Illinois not in your first five thoughts of like, like cause if I was like, man, I'm gonna actually get arrested so I don't have to watch this football. My first five without hesitation are <laughs> Illinois. Kansas, New Mexico State, Southern Miss, and Southern Miss. Those are the five. Oh,
1: man. I really thought UConn was going to sneak in there.
0: Yeah, I thought Purdue and Illinois would make it. No, no, no. Because Purdue – okay, they're like seven. (laughs) (laughs) They're they're definitely there.
2: Now, Uh, uh, right after Illinois, there's Indiana, which there we're talking about a definite 73-48 kind of game.
0: This is the kind of game where if they decide to – because really, seriously – how seriously can, can Ohio State take any of these teams now? <laughs> even Michigan. They're going to roll to that Michigan game with half their shirt out and the beer farts. That's how they're going to roll into that stadium.
1: A <laughs> yes. little,
0: little hungover. Not exactly in top form. You guys were curfew last night? Oh, yeah, Coach. We were in our rooms at 10. Empty 12-pack under the bed.
1: Yeah, I stayed up all night watching National Treasure 2, and I don't even like that movie.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and drinking. That's how much I hate Michigan. I don't want to give them the respect of not watching a <laughs> shitty Nick Cage movie. <laughs> Put that on a t-shirt, 11 Warriors.
1: <laughs> and they do.
0: And they, they would. <laughs> It'd be like 20 <laughs> words. they sell like 800 of them. Because uh, Ohio State fans will buy anything, <laughs> evidently. Uh, we love you guys. Your t-shirts are beautiful. But point being, that that, that game's going to be uh, a nerve-wracking game for them. And then I think they are going to beat Michigan by 500 points. There's no – like we have a number of games at the end of the season for big teams who are undefeated and competing for a national title who have zero incentive not to beat their opponent by appalling margins. Margins even we would find bloodthirsty. I mean really like Florida State, last game of the season, if they get up on Florida by 20, they're doing it by 40.
1: But there is there is one possibility you're not accounting for in the Michigan game is that if if Ohio State goes up let's say 21 points at halftime, Brady Hoke will just try to secretly get all of the footballs so that they can't keep playing the game. <laughs> just, just hide them. Yeah. Well, you know, like they had to stop the game because it's not safe if you don't have the ball. So, uh, Where did it go to? Where to it go it's now? Tremendous.
0: It's a tremendous ploy. Let's
1: call
2: it a tie.
0: Let me play some Chinese violin for
1: you. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna
0: be this is this is actually for me the hardest one to believe because I mean actually Florida State's the one where I'm like, There's no way they're gonna win all their games.
1: Well but. you know what you know what the most hilarious outcome that keeps Ohio State out of the national championship is. They go undefeated and still several one loss teams get in over them. <laughs> <laughs> which Jumped, is entirely
0: twelve and 0 Baylor. <laughs> Which yeah. is entirely plausible at this point.
1: Because be like, yeah, sorry. Oregon and Alabama, they're in. You're not.
0: Jumped by eleven and one Louisville. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they're, they're really, it's, uh, don't <laughs> sh- I don't have a vote. None of, none of us have votes. Uh, and that's probably a good thing. But, um, wouldn't you pull the trigger on that? Just because. Just for like, the not, rest. <laughs> Yeah. And I'm not even saying this is a legitimate vote. Before somebody hears this and goes, I can't believe
2: you turned out for Ohio State.
0: <laughs> you know, from your hoodie somewhere in an abandoned factory in the wilds of Ohio, listening, if, listening if, to the national and drinking some sort of horrendous beer.
1: If you're asking me, would I put UCF in over Ohio State? Yes, I would. Uh, yeah, why not? <laughs>
0: uh, but but really, like, I'm not saying I'd do it for good reasons. I'd be doing it to piss you off. I'd be doing it because I like Charlie Strong, and because you play in a terrible conference, and because Louisville plays in a worse one. But I don't care. <laughs> uh, the easiest Legit. one. But the easiest one, by the way, we've agreed that Baylor is. Uh, Baylor's got like they have your standard horrible November where everyone plays everyone in the Big Twelve. I.e., Oklahoma, Texas Tech, Oklahoma State, uh, TCU, I oh, got the one, and then Texas to finish the season. So you've got five horrendous games where if we were looking at any other Baylor team without looking at the numbers, we would assume they'd lose four out of those five. Yeah, pretty brilliant Big
2: 12 scheduling. They, they crammed everything at the end. It's like some WWE scheduling, all the main events toward the end of the season. Unlike, unlike some certain other conferences where they, they spread all the big stuff out.
0: I'll just hit you right at once. I really think the Big 12 team should be able to make vicious cameos in each other's games, like WWE matches. Like Texas Tech's offense should just be able to run onto the field of Baylor, Texas. Oh
1: God! 22 on 11, Texas is overwhelmed. Isn't, isn't that handed the belt to Texas, is that more of like a crossover sweeps week move? Where you're like, oh my God, what is Magnum doing here?
0: This is the real-life multiball.
1: ball <laughs> 22
0: on 11, Cliff Kingsbury's offense running against Craig Robinson and the Baylor offense all at once. Craig Robinson's like, we got this, guys!
2: Iowa State comes running in to absolutely no effect on the game. <laughs>
0: <laughs> There's 22 men on one side of the field, and they're losing yardage. <laughs> it didn't make a difference. How does that happen? So that can happen. We do have one more undefeated, by the way, before we get to the games. And that'd be Miami, and I think you and I and all of Christendom alike uh, pretty much agree that Miami could just lose at any time because of the way they play football. Such as
2: four, five days, four days, depending on when this comes out from now.
0: Yes, exactly. Florida State uh, is next. Virginia Tech, uh, they could lose that game. I don't think you need to go on. It would uh, be no, kind of hilarious oh, oh.
1: if they beat Florida State and then promptly lost to Virginia. Oh, State. I'm
0: gonna get I'm gonna give you those last three, all of which would be the most horrendous way to possibly blow a national title slot. Are you ready? There's three of them in a row, and they're all progressively worse. Duke at Duke, Ooh. Virginia. Ooh. Oh, oh, I'm a I'm about to I'm about to kick this bitch off.
1: Oh, please hammer, don't hurt him. It <laughs>
0: at at Pitt on Friday, November 29th. A Miami team playing in Pittsburgh on November 29th at Pitt in a game TBD that I hope they move tonight so it's like 10 degrees. All oh,
1: my rowdy of- friends in Pitt on Friday night.
0: All <laughs> oh, seven of them. Yeah, so in front of night 18
1: people. Do you like Permanis?
2: I think Virginia's the best one there because they could be on a, an interim coach by that point.
0: No, nothing. Yeah, well I mean not like Virginia has anything to lose at this point. Like, oh,
2: they yes.
1: got
0: nothing to lose. No,
1: they maybe got maybe Ed now.
2: Orgeron just goes and coaches every every team that needs an interim.
1: Listen, that Virginia interim coach would be Tom O'Brien. So
0: or oh, oh. they're dead. They're already dead. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> so don't get it twisted.
0: That just that like that the Miami team that really doesn't even start playing until the third quarter. Versus Tom O'Brien's teams who stopped playing in the second quarter.
1: I hope Tom O'Brien has Don't Get It Twisted on his business card.
0: I think he has a tattoo on his knuckles. <laughs> An aerial.
1: But it's just about extension cords. Keep them orderly. <laughs>
0: it's, it's, it's really a hassle to just untangle them all. That's
1: a fire hazard. Yeah, don't, yeah, don't do it. Scoring too many points is a
0: fire hazard. <laughs> Close that bitch down. Uh, let's uh, go to the, the coming week which is not the greatest week. Uh, We've said that two weeks in a row, and I was pretty happy with last week. So I'm going to go ahead and downplay this because it exceeded my expectations. So I'm hoping that can happen two weeks in a row.
2: This week we're hoping for upsets. Let's put it that way.
0: (laughs) A lot of them. Uh, (laughs) And there there aren't that
2: many available is the thing. Oregon's (laughs) off, Bama's off. Uh,
0: We've got, first of all, we have, by the way, the biggest food blowout of the... uh, the weekend on Wednesday. Tomorrow, when we're recording this, it'll be up tomorrow, so it'll be tonight by the time we say it, uh, Cincinnati, Memphis. So that's uh, Skyline Chili, America's worst food per Deadspin.com, an influential sports site. And uh, Memphis, which all they
2: got is food. Yeah, Memphis is the unquestioned winner there. If we're going food, music, anything cultural whatsoever, Memphis in a slaughter. I know, fu- football, uh, probably Memphis too, let's be honest.
0: No, <laughs> yeah. yeah,
1: this is the game Memphis wins and Tommy Tuberville just has that look like he just watched a Lars von Trier movie and he doesn't know how he feels. But, yeah, I don't think that was appropriate. I don't uh, know. I, uh, I think
2: the look on Tuberville's face after that one, is it's still that same like cocky 65-year-old motherfucker look where it's <laughs> like, I'm extremely rich and I'll be hired by uh, Vanderbilt like,
0: next year.
1: Yeah, I'm going to be the Eagles coach in three years.
0: I remind you... <laughs> Cincinnati's already had one of those games this year.
1: Aww. Yeah, lost a couple more?
0: Lost to South Florida. Oh, then uh-huh. That's already happened. So if I pick Memphis to win tomorrow night, uh, it's not exactly unprecedented. Uh, Thursday night, uh, oh, boy, slew of games on Thursday night, and all of them are fairly mediocre. But you got to pick one of these to watch out of any of them. Uh, Arizona State, Washington State. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, this, kicking at ten thirty on a Thursday. On Halloween. On Halloween. Mike Leach. Todd Leech. Graham Halloween. And, and this is Washington State. The, the two and three in the Pac twelve, by the way. I just when they get over that three, chunk of the moon's gonna break off. Some sort of grand seismic activity is gonna happen. <laughs> Washington State winning three conference games. Uh, but yeah, Todd Graham versus Mike Leach on what I'm sure the police, by the way, right now, the weather, Brian Floyd. Uh, showed me today, uh, the weather for Pullman. Uh, it was like a negative two degrees, uh, wind chill and 88% humidity. Just
1: be like, it's gonna rain old tennis balls. <laughs>
0: this is, this is like being put inside a Zamboni. Okay? <laughs> that's, that's basically what you're gonna be getting. So, Arizona State's gonna die, basically. They might win, but, but they'll lose bot, they'll lose people. Uh, additionally, Friday night, Um, yeah, you ready for Friday night? God not good
1: fine fine friday night usc at oregon state
2: yeah it's going to be a 17 point game like total.
0: <laughs>
2: usc is going to completely shut down oregon state and uh usc is going to completely shut down usc
0: that'll be unwatchable we have to watch it it'll be great i'm excited
1: yeah gross gross, gross. <laughs> uh,
0: on, on saturday anything tickling uh tickling your ivories ryan
1: um. Pfft. God, That's a, that, that, is a, that is
0: a really enthusiastic answer. It's a big you weekend. Suck. I want you to remember that in three months, you or starving children won't have football to complain about. Them. Okay, That's, so you it, take Temple Rutgers.
1: That doesn't you, mean I want to watch it, East Carolina FIU. Yes, it does. <laughs> <laughs> if you ask me that in March, I'll still say no. I can wait. Thank you, sir.
0: <laughs> You'll watch it on replay. <laughs> That'll be the best part. If I was like, Do you like to work or watch this on replay? do <laughs> watch it on replay. <laughs> you silly little rat just hitting yeah. the pedal in the cage over and over again. Food pellet, I, food pellet. I
1: am, I am interested in I am interested in, for all the wrong reasons, Wisconsin at Iowa at noon because, oh. because mm. <laughs> Grim. Like things have aside from getting totally hosed in the Arizona State game. Things have gone surprisingly well for for Wisconsin, rather, this year to the point where you're like, well, something bad has to happen. Right. And losing at Iowa in a season that's otherwise going pretty well, that might be it.
0: When I think about bad things happening to people, I think of Kirk Ferentz and Iowa football. (laughs) Uh, I looked at somebody uh, the other day accused me of being bitter about the Outback Bowl against Iowa to which I said, which one of the six ones that we played between 2002 and 2005 are you talking about? I mean,
1: I'm bitter about the Outback Bowl as a concept, but Yeah, not... but we
0: we played like seven—Florida uh, played seven bowl games against Iowa.
1: Hey, it's New Year's Day, and you're waking up in Tampa. Congratulations. <laughs>
0: so uh, you're waking up before noon in Tampa. Your, year,
1: your year is already terrible.
0: <laughs> You've gotten your year off <laughs> to the worst. Yeah, you're what brother. a way to start. <laughs>
1: What kind of? I resolved to wake up in Tampa. Great. That's
0: how I started. At least
1: year. it
2: all gets better from there. Does it? Uh, well, it maybe if you pick a different team to root for. I don't know.
0: If you if you wake up, if you do it two years in a row, that's how you know you're living wrong. <laughs> you're in a
2: rut. <laughs>
0: you're in a rut. Oh
1: God, uh, I swore I'd by now.
2: There, There is a Big Ten game that I think is worth looking forward to. Maybe the most most delectable Big Ten game in a long time. Michigan at Michigan State, where <laughs> Michigan State might set some sort of pick sixes record. Like Michigan State's <laughs> defense might score like 42 points. Um, I'm really excited about this game. Oh, yeah, as yeah, as a temporary been, Michigan State fan, uh, this is going to be good. Because you've been,
0: you've been riding the, the, the Sparty train. All year oh, yeah. long. The grinding slow. You know that, like, the Sparty train has the engine rigged backwards, right? Oh, right? Like, yeah, yeah, that's how we like <laughs> it. <laughs> like, it's just a bunch of cars moving, and then Mark Tony at the back going, it's just as fast in reverse.
1: You're like, why is there gas going into the exhaust? Be quiet. <laughs>
0: you, you don't understand science. You're not
1: a doctor. <laughs> but isn't Michigan, Michigan State that game where every year the team that thinks it has the advantage promptly loses?
2: Well, the thing about that is the thing—the team that thinks it has the advantage is usually Michigan, and right. Michigan's lost, I believe, for the last five. So
0: yes, exactly. The little brother—they're not a rival. Yeah, they, they yeah just, we, we don't even know who they are. We don't even. Seriously, I don't. Are even they know in our the, I don't know how to say the second part of their name. We just fly a, a Skyrider over their their campus once a St- month.
1: State? What is that? Portuguese?
0: Oh, I think that's Latin. <laughs> Which I took 17 years of. (laughs) The Spartans aren't even from Michigan. 300, please. As if I've seen movies with CGI in them. Um, Yeah, this is the best part. This will happen. Opening quarter, Devin Gardner. It's gonna come out hot. It's gonna hit like four passes in a row. It's gonna look awesome.
1: All of them to Jeremy Gallon.
0: Yeah, Gallon, 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 Gallon. Yeah, he'll and
1: have then, he'll have 250
2: yards. I'm fine with that.
0: And then it's a pick six. That's it. A little bit of hope. There'll be this little like,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. No.
0: Gallon just gets picked, ripped out of Gallon's hands, return 98 yards, and then it's just gonna be horrendous asphyxiation from that point on. Yeah. So. So, yeah, I'm, you know, as somebody who has uh, taken a, a forced taste for Alabama football, I'm going to enjoy watching this, too. Yeah, just uh, think,
2: of it as, think of it as North Florida.
0: Yeah, so you're just you know, watching, watching the old Florida football, if it actually worked. Uh, Speaking of. Oh, God.
1: Nope. 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 You. nope. Speaking of. I'm going to go ahead and mute my microphone now. Florida ahead, and Georgia.
0: It's going to be, this, is, this is going to be worse than last year. A combined
2: and 21 players on
0: scholarship. Between the two teams. Both
1: teams still eligible for the SEC East title. I honestly don't want Florida to win the SEC East title.
0: I don't, yeah, if we're going to crash this plane, I'd just put it all the way in. I mean, like, only the little taillight beacon peeking out of the cornfield. That's all I want.
1: It's like having a really dumb kid who's taking the MCAT. <laughs> You're like, please don't let him get a good score on accident. Are there <laughs> cornfields in Jacksonville?
0: Um, that's what they call it. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I was I was thinking, you know, it's it's so sprawling that somewhere in there, like in the middle of the city, there's probably a legit like countryside. Like, yeah, there's, but that's, there's a Middle Earth right
0: in the middle of Jacksonville. My my finger quotes can't go around corn hard enough. <laughs> I hear it. I hear <I>, Okay. Okay. <laughs> Um, You
1: mean dead homeless people.
0: (laughs) They grow them everywhere. It's going to be a bumper crop this weekend. That's a horrible (laughs) idea. And we're just talking about what's on the sidelines.
1: (laughs) In uniform. Oh,
0: four and three versus four and three, each three and two in conference. Don't watch this game. That's we have to.
1: We know we're alive. We now, one to. thing I
2: really like about this game is I'm looking at the SI uh, schedule, and for some reason they still have Florida ranked 22 and Georgia ranked 15. <laughs> <laughs> so this is looking like a really big game.
1: That is but, actually uh, how, many, how many people are out for the year. Oh, That's man. Okay.
0: Listen, if, in case you want comedy, listen to Gary Danielson try to sell this turd. <laughs> listen to him put this turd, uh, shrink wrap it like a public steak. put a Big old price on it, twenty three dollars. Well, at least they're not running a spread offense. These are two teams that play football the right way, the way you have to play in the SEC. (laughs) Let's just—if this, like, if we're really lucky, this is the game that will finally strike him mute with terror and disgust. Like that's this will be it. Gary Danielson will be mute after this. We won't have to listen to him. Uh, Other games on the schedule? Screw you, Kirk. Oh, we're done talking about that one. Yeah, we're, we're fucking done. Yep. Oh. Uh, other games on 20? schedule. Uh, if you want to see Brett Bealman get real mad, Gus Malz, I'm about to hang seventy on him. Oh. <laughs> well, I hope he does it. With, like I hope he
2: scores at least two touchdowns with that swinging gate extra point play that Burke's so mad about.
1: <laughs> I hope. The disappeared
0: from the game. The one, if, you, uh, if, you, if you're listening, they, this was not on the tape that was sent over as part of the tape sharing agreement. Right, that both teams. Apparently, there was a little discrepancy. They didn't have the swingy gate that Gus Malzahn likes to use all the time on the tape he sent to Arkansas. Uh, Auburn
2: didn't include its extra point formation <laughs> in the game film. Arkansas is being out of shape about it.
0: You know, that's just Bert like, trying to prove that he watches film, right? I watch it. I didn't see that.
1: I hope during the pregame interview, Gus Malzahn gives Brett Bielema a vote of confidence. <laughs> <laughs> because, mind you, Gus Malzahn.
0: Arkansas own uh has coached uh, in, in that stadium before as Arkansas's offensive coordinator for like five games before Houston nut like just told them to sit down and write down, you know, plays he would use elsewhere. <laughs> and uh and as this is Arkansas own, it's going to go in uh, and, and destroy them. Yeah. That's going to be fun to watch. Uncomfortable. <laughs>
1: It's gonna it's, be bad it's gonna
0: be it's gonna be that good kind of Arkansas bad where we're all of a sudden breaking out the FOIA requests like, Arts, gonna,
1: Arkansas for, hasn't won a game since September 14th that's forever yeah.
0: that was the uh, that was the hashtag karma game think about how many Four times you f- think about how many times you've been grocery shopping since then
1: yeah I've been sick like, twice
0: like yeah like once <laughs> I know like <laughs> seriously I mean I think I've gotten new tires since then that's a long time. Uh, Other games of note, uh, I would go ahead and point you to uh, Tennessee-Missouri. If you want to see Missouri really Mizzou out, (laughs) they would lose this game. Mm -hmm. That would be the funny. Oh, God. We wouldn't need to worry about anything, uh, Missouri, if they blow this, because, oh, my God, they could actually blow this game. Uh, Oklahoma State-Texas Tech, uh, which, again, uh, defensive powerhouse, Oklahoma State all of a sudden Mm -hmm. uh, going up against, uh, you know, the beautiful Cliff Kingsbury and an extremely fun Texas Tech team. Uh, Colorado, UCLA, if you like, you know, <laughs> no, don't watch that game. I was, no. I can't even sell it. Uh, and then our, our late shift, uh, it's pretty desperate on, uh, back Country after Miami, Florida State. At eight, uh, you get Nevada, Fresno State.
2: Which that game will surely end in eight overtimes with Fredno State pulling out some bullshit win mm,
0: well, at one, six a.m. Yep, six a.m., seven a.m. After seven insect delays, cicada uh, delays. A game, a game we did overlook. Eight
2: 0 Northern Illinois is playing at UMass, which uh, oh, UMass oh. a team a team so bad that it <laughs> lost to zero eight Western Michigan and moved up in the F plus rankings after doing that.
1: Row. Ro. Unfathomably
0: Ro. bad. Row.
1: Row. Row. DJ
0: Ill Mix <laughs> will then play I'm Different by Two Chains.
1: He doesn't believe in medicine. And then you will remove your garters. <laughs> and I will don this mask. And you this... will call me Little Daddy. And then the mass suicide. Yeah. <laughs> then we will fill the coolers with <laughs> liniment. Then the comet will take us away.
2: And then I will be hired by <laughs> Illinois. And whoops, sorry y'all. You don't think <laughs> that stuff. I'm, I'm already gone though. <laughs> uh, I uh, I have,
1: I have a question for each of you. Okay. How many how many points would you have to receive to bet on Miami over Florida State?
0: Um I don't need that many.
1: Really? No. Yeah, the, I, mean, the, I like Spencer's high on Miami here. The spread is what? 22 or so now? Mm-hmm. Twenty two and a half. and a half. Okay, so would you take Miami against that spread? Yeah. Okay.
0: I I, I would because mm-hmm. they're just they're just an ugly <laughs> they're us last year they're just the team where you're like how is any of this happening and they they just keep doing it
2: I think the thing is FSU knows it has to win by thirty points to impress anybody to move the needle at all. And I don't know a single advantage that Miami has over FSU other than this voodoo stuff we're talking about. I mean, not Duke, a single Duke, position
0: on the field. Duke Johnson. That's it. Like, if you want yeah. to know where running back. The ability to just lay on their defensive line. I mean,
2: they have a big offensive line. That's, that's you know, that's, <laughs> you, you, that's you just, helpful, I guess. You're just, but. Listen,
0: I've been watching Florida's offensive line. Jason, don't discount a functional <laughs> offensive line. You're just you're looking at an amputee going just a leg.
1: So, <laughs> all right, so if Stephen Morris throws 15 passes in this game, does Miami can Miami cover the spread? Yeah. Sure. All right, 25 passes. No. Okay. <laughs> well, the thing about Stephen Morris
2: People think of Stephen Morris as if he's like Ja'Core Harris Jr. or something, but he's
1: actually pretty good. I mean, he's got the same
2: arm as Ja'Core Harris, but he's a whole lot smarter. You know, he, he's he's a, he's a good quarterback. Granted, he just threw five picks or whatever to UNC, and Florida State's defense is about ten times better than UNC. But still, other than that, he's a pretty good quarterback. I don't think he'll have a good game at Florida State, but...
0: He throws a beautiful deep play action ball, and that's really all they need. They need that, and they're some, gonna need a whole lot more than that. <laughs> no, no, they need like they need like two. Like they need to hit two shots, maybe three downfield, and then Duke Johnson. They need to just run Duke Johnson to death. That's it. Hmm. That's and i will tell you, you how it can happen. I'm not saying it's going. Okay,
2: uh, actually, I'll, I'll tell you what. Uh Those two words right there, ACC refs. I'm more <laughs> sold on that than anything else that's been said here.
1: <laughs> because
0: now we're talking X factors. Oh man, can we see can we see if Ron Cherry's calling this game? Oh Cause... god.
1: You ever seen a converted field goal turn into a fumble recovery? You will.
2: <laughs> Someone yeah. Duke wins this game too.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, because oh my gosh. That would be for because if, if if the man Ron Cherry were calling this game. Like, seriously, does Vegas know that? Like if we just tweeted out Hey, Ron Cherry's calling this game. They'll be like, it's taken off the board.
2: The line both triples and is slashed in half.
1: All bets are canceled. (laughs) Vegas is closed.
2: Closing the casino. Nevada, martial law. (laughs) Oh my
1: god, what have we done? Let the Tigers, let the Lions out of the MGM Grand. They are our masters now.
0: They've been out for months. UNLV is now undefeated. How, did, how the hell did that happen? Yeah, if that were if that were the case, uh, then I I think that is probably the most convincing case. But like I said, I, I'm not making this pick particularly rationally to cover. That's I think that this is just the irrational. Uh, I believe in two things here. I believe in Duke Johnson, and I believe in Al Golden's weird shirts. Mm-hmm.
1: Who guy, knows what? Who knows what kind of? secret trinkets and enchantments he's got under there, so. He could have all of them. He's got like eight, he's got like 18 saints' thumbs stored in that shirt. Oh my God, you've got the shrunken foot of Joe Paterno. (laughs) (laughs) The entire strata two ran under there. Is that a Miami Vice season one DVD? (laughs) Yes, and it was bled on by Charlie Sheen. (laughs) Who hasn't been?